Hi bestie and welcome back to another episode of Buckle Up Bestie. I'm Ro... <laughs> I'm Roisin. I'm not Roisin. I'm Amy and that's Roisin. Sorry about the mix up. Um, and this week we are remote recording once again. Roisin's in Portugal. I'm still in Ireland. And um, we bring you a really nice long, long episode um, so our theme this week is 90s and noughties nostalgia, just basically bringing you back to, well, our childhood. Um, we also, our review this week is, we review some books. So I bring you about four books, Roisin brings four or five books and we review them individually. Um, it's something that we hope to do in the future, kind of like a book club vibe. So if you have any recommendations of books, please let us know. Um, and we don't do an agony ant this week just because we didn't actually get a question and the other two sections are quite long. Sorry if you can hear Nelly in the background. She's digging. She loves to dig. And I don't, <laughs> I don't love that. Uh, but we really hope you enjoy this episode. We hope the sound quality is good. Sit back, relax and buckle up, bestie. Right, well, you go and tell us about your week. Okay, so my week, pretty jam-packed, if I'm if I'm honest. So the last one I spoke to was last Monday, which funnily enough is, is seven days. So I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little showdown of what I actually did in all those days. So Monday night we recorded, that was lovely, we actually got to see each other. Tuesday mm. night I, what did I do? Tuesday night and Wednesday night and Thursday night I did the same kind of thing. I worked and then I have been getting into this routine now where I wake up in the morning and I'll meditate and then I'll do my journaling and then I'll get up and I'll work and I'll make a conscious effort for some of the day or most of the day to go work in one of the co-working spaces. So when I come back to my room okay. it's like something different. Yeah. Um, which is nice because like then it's like just like if you work for your bedroom at home like then where do you kind of rest or whatever Um, Mm -hmm. but then I kind of took a notion on Thursday I was like I just want to I was looking out the window and I was like oh I can't believe I've spent another weekend and then I was like that's not what I should be feeling like I feel like that I could feel like that you know anywhere I'm like but I'm paying to be here so I said fuck it I'll, I'll see how much it is to go down to the beach so I checked Albufeira and the bus was 30 euro return. So I said, fuck, I'd be mad not to. So I went down there on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. That's mad. How long was the journey? Well, let me tell you, the journey was three hours. um, in Three hours down and on the back, it was about, on the back, on the way back, it was about four hours because I made an extra stop. But like, I just literally downloaded stuff on uh, Disney Plus and Netflix and watched the whole way down and it was grand. Not too long. Oh my God. For 30 euro, where could you go wrong? Honest to God, it'd be, it'd pay me not to, or pay me, or whatever that saying is, it'd pay me one or the other not to go or to go or to stay. <laughs> um, <laughs> something, something of the sort. Something, someone's stealing money off me anyway. But yes, yeah, left here at half hour on Friday and got down there late Friday night. So I walked into my room next thing I could hear the ocean and I was like what the heck so they had left my little sliding door open so I was looking right out onto the ocean and it was stunning and I could smell it like it was just you know you could just smell the ocean it's a weird like to describe like that but it was just so no sorry the view was something like I actually couldn't believe it my breath was taken from me Honestly, I couldn't believe my eyes. When I woke up the next morning and I woke up really early and then I was like, fuck, I'm not going back to sleep because I'm going to make the most of today. And I walk outside and that was the sky. I nearly dropped dead. I was like, that couldn't be real. Roisin, it was like, it was literally a postcard. 
so I was just like, right. So that so Friday night when I got there, I went for a little bit. <laughs> I went for a dinner, and it was lovely. But like, so I went into this random little re- uh, restaurant, and then I was like, table for one, please. And they were like, yep, here you go. So in all of the restaurants in Albufeira that I picked and this particular restaurant and I was put down in a seat and I was really really close to the table beside me like literally could have touched reached out and touched the woman and they were like from Ireland they were like country people no and I was like, way what's the word of the chances so like I was on the phone and Eve rang me then and I was on the phone to Neve, and they could obviously hear that I had an Irish accent and anyway <laughs> I didn't I didn't talk to them at all but I, I had dinner there it was lovely I had a beer and it was really nice and then I was like I'm actually wrecked from traveling so I want to go back and just have a drink at the hotel bar and um I kind of felt a bit like a working lady because I was like having a drink at the hotel bar and then I'm heading up to the room hoping <laughs> someone will follow me but <laughs> leaving the key to your room down on the bar open someone had picked it up thrown it off the balcony and see who picks it up <laughs> but, next um, thing a little clam knocks on your door hey <laughs> found this down on the sand I hope you were looking for some crabs you um, lonesome so little I... lady <laughs> so anyway I was leaving the restaurant and I was trying to push in my chair. I hadn't spoken to the couple beside me once, FYI. So then I was even the restaurant and I was pushing in my chair. And by an accent, that, and I wasn't drunk or anything. I, was, I, had, I haven't drank in a long time. So I, after the beer, I was a small bit buzzed, but I wasn't drunk. <laughs> so when I was pushing in the chair, I hit the chair off the table. And then the table, the salt fell. And then the salt hit something else and something else <laughs> fell. And oh then I God. looked at the Irish people directly in the eye and I goes, See you now. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say that you said something in Irish, Gomlesh Gale or something. <laughs> I wish I had, a, but they both stared at me with open mouths. Like neither of them, they were so shocked that number one, I had knocked everything over, and number two, that I just looked at them and like, see us now in like the most country. Looks. <laughs> you was driving home. <laughs> But it was just so gas. And then anyway, so I went back to the hotel, had a little drink at the bar. And then I said, fuck it, I want to go to bed now. So I went to bed. The next morning I woke up, took that video of the sky. It was insane. And then I just did a whole day of exploring. I went and got a mani-pedi. For me, it's exploring because I can't get a mani-pedi anywhere around here. Uh, well, I can, <laughs> but there's one place, but it just looks dire. I'm like, I couldn't possibly. You get um, Maybe they're great now, but the place I went in, I was no great shakes. I was getting my pedicure in. It was a manicure. It was nice. But she during the pedicure, she stuck my foot in just a bucket of water sorry a bucket of scalding water I'm I'm surprised I have skin left on my feet that's what sent me west the bucket (laughs) and she just goes in and I was like oh it's really hot and she was like in I was like no problem (laughs) let me burn my feet off for you when you sent me a photo of the bucket I thought it couldn't be but then it was (laughs) because I was texting Amy and I was like (laughs) I swear to god it's a bucket and then I said the bucket in question and I actually it was have too the much then I did a whole day of just sightseeing and then um lay on the beach for a couple of hours reading my book and that was lovely. we had two cans on the beach I felt like I felt like we were back in Canada that's when I was really like oh my god I wish Amy was here like I missed it for the whole time but that part I was like oh I wish we were here we'd have so much fun oh well I but, fucking wanted to be there the whole time what uh then sorry I feel like I'm talking so long but then I went home at that stage I really wanted to go for a nap and then I was like oh god I shouldn't go for a nap I should do this I should, should do that and then I literally just had a, a little moment I was like Roisin you're paying to be here you're on your own you should be able to do exactly what you want to do this whole you coming to Portugal is like been able to just find yourself and find your voice so if you want to fucking do something just go home so I went home and had a nap and I feel guilty for it and then 
I had the nap and then I took myself out to dinner again and that was just a lovely evening and after dinner I was just wrecked from being in the sun and wrecked from eating so then I went to bed around 10 o'clock and then woke up the next morning and had a lovely little morning just potting around so it was oh, really nice. it but sounds so magical in the Sunday it was really it was like it was just a very nice time like it was just solo like time I think that like some Parts of it I find hard because some parts of it I like I'm like oh this is going to be I don't know like when I when when I go on holidays with you or my family like it's a different type of holiday obviously and it's a different type of fun so like when I go on there I was like oh my god it's gonna be so much crack and then I think then coming home I was like a small bit kind of like not disappointed but a small bit like oh I kind of maybe miss home a little bit more because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be but it was still lovely and it was still a nice time for me to be on my own and I think that now like still now I'm kind of getting used to the fact that like everything I do is not going to be how I imagine it to be it's going to be a little bit different because I am on my own so that's like something that I'm kind of learning as well as I go on yeah it's hard like it's going to be hard and like when I think of you like doing all the stuff on your own like my heart kind of breaks but then I'm like you need to do it like you know yeah and some things I'm like getting good at like I used to be so embarrassed about just going around like or I don't know even like so, so I used to be embarrassed of the most stupid things if I was walking down the road carrying a bag or something <laughs> like just because I suppose I'm like insecure or whatever but now I'm just like I actually don't care like and if I'm if someone is looking at me like thinking things like that it's obviously because they are not happy with themselves or whatever like that's how I yeah. feel myself but no it was really nice today I I was talking to Cormac on the phone today and something something had triggered me. I was angry about something. I don't even know what it was. It was something I, I was know. something triggered me and I just start bawling crying and I couldn't stop um. crying. And I was just like, Oh, I just want to come home now, I'm ready to come home and like then I was like just feeling so sad and I've kind of felt like that all day. And then I realised my period is next week. So that kind of makes a, a lot of sense. But But I totally get that, like in work at the minute I'm like not getting along with a few people and I'm just like not that I'm not getting along with them it's just like everyone's pissing me off and I'm just like okay it's time to move jobs and then I'm like Amy at what stage are you going to realize like moving job every few months isn't going to create the happiness do you know what I mean like I'm like you either need to learn how to put up with these people or you need to learn how to go about a job that's going to seriously fulfill you do you know what I mean like I think I'm just unhappy in my job yeah that is so true as well and I I think it is like for me it's just about learning to deal with things that stress me out like sometimes something if I'm on the verge of just like having a bad day and something stresses me out I'll just flip the lid and like that's I need to learn how to be able to like be like okay that annoyed me and I'm not happy with it but like I'm not going to I'm not going to let a bad moment turn into a bad day I think that's yeah. what I'm really trying at as well. You need to like take a step back and like look at the bigger picture and be like, like everything's fine. It's okay. Like this is not the end of my world right now, you know? Yeah, exactly. But now like I'm like blissfully happy now, like recording and I'm so like, I live for like, you know, being able to interact with like you and just laughing. And like, I think that like I'm loving the time of my own definitely. And it is like definitely building my character. But I'm still mm-hmm. very, very much excited to get home and to hang out and to just be together again. And do you think you're going to try push yourself to be social or are you happy to like be outside your comfort zone being on your own and like leave it at that? Um, just a question, like not I'm there's no expectation, I'm just wondering. Yeah, I do. I absolutely do, but there's just not 
here I suppose that there's just not the opportunity because I don't see that many people where I'm staying in mm-hmm. Albufera I suppose I was trying I was trying to push myself I think that's why I came home a little bit like on the Sunday I was a little bit disappointed because I was really trying to push myself but everyone was just in couples or groups of people like having sessions and stuff and I just felt so like I felt like I couldn't be social with people because it no one was kind of on their own yeah and like but, when we go on holidays um, or whatever on like the even tiki tour I'm definitely that's I really want to push myself and be social on that and just to you know have a really I want to make it the best experience I can for myself and I, I will have no option to be social because I'll be with these people for a week so I think that's I'm looking forward to that now that I can really get to be you know fun and social no I was just saying the Katiki tour like it will what you were saying it will push you to be social and like do you know like when we're say on the holidays just me and you we're not looking out for people who are on their own to try and make friends with them you're just like doing your own thing so like I suppose you're on your own and you're feeling the other side of that now but that was all my week long long drawn (laughs) out but why don't you tell me about your week you had a very fun and exciting week Ro, I didn't I didn't like I (laughs) my week was pretty much the same but then Saturday we had James's christening and um, yeah so that was so cute we had it at my house so there was a lot of pressure on me to like get the house clean and like set up for that but my ma literally played a blinder and like helped me so much with everything I just want to give a massive shout out to Anne Flynn Catering Russian Flynn's mother oh god I'm so sad I wasn't she, there to help her I know she did all the catering and dropped everything out and the food like I just want to give Anne a shout out on the pod. If anyone doesn't know about <laughs> Anne Flynn Catering, like she makes the most fantastic meals. She also does finger food and stuff. Like please check her out on Facebook and if you're having an event, like it makes your life so much easier to like have someone come in, drop the food and then you just have to drop everything back the next day and it's like you're not ho- having all that in your house. Do you know what I mean? Like it's so, it's, like literally a lifesaver and the food is just phenomenal like I'm still eating the leftovers today and it tastes just as good as it did on the day like and everyone had the same thing to say like the food was just and sorry can I just talk a a moment about the garlic bread oh my god I fucking love garlic bread you know I didn't know she homemade garlic bread and it's just like there wasn't a crumb left which I was I, pretty sad. I love that, like, that, like you enjoyed it so much because she loves doing it so much. Like, she just loves, I think with Mammy as well and, like, other people who, like, do, like, cook what they love, you can actually taste the love in the food. I know that sounds silly, but you, can, you know when someone has a love for it. No, like, it was just so wholesome and hearty and, like, even the way, like, it's even though like it's being delivered out the way everything is presented and all, like, it came out and everything was perfect and it was so hot and, like, oh I just I'm sorry I know she's your ma but like it was flawless the whole uh, service that's I'm so happy to hear that because she'll be absolutely delighted actually well, well I have you here <laughs> she said to me <laughs> I was like how did you get on on Saturday like how did you get on to Christmas and she goes yeah everything went well but she goes I have to tell you she goes Amy looked drop dead gorgeous I actually <gasps> she was stunning I, she's like I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw her she said her hair you're and her makeup, joking she, she goes she looks stunning she kept saying it and I was like ma do you want me to say I'd send you a photo oh my god I feel like crying she did say that she was like you look beautiful and then your dad was like not as good as me and I was like now how could <laughs> anyone ever beat Mike Flynn I don't know I mean but I'm that's sure so he was nice. in his best attire 
He um, was. He's in the no, regatta. But, she was, um, you. but that's so lovely to hear you love the food. And I'm so... Um, the best thing about it is, is leftovers. I love when you eat something delicious oh. and it's there for you the next day. So my ma took the leftover. Now, the only reason why there was leftovers was because, like, she does not scrimp. And also, like, some people didn't... Um, they, they weren't expecting food, so they didn't eat. And then there was, like, kids. So, like, they weren't eating a massive amount. But so my ma, but like I was like, thank God there's leftovers. My ma took the leftover volleyball mix and I took the leftover oh. lasagna. But then I went to my ma's last night and I was hoping she'd still have more volleyball mix. And she's like, no, me and your father at all. And I was like, oh my good God, like I was dying for it. But I had the oh. lasagna today and it was divine. And you know what? I'm not a mint eater, but I had her lasagna a while ago and it was pretty fire. But um i love that though like sometimes like when you have like leftovers and stuff like that as things that like when you reheat it's just as nice like with the with the volivant sauce and stuff like that sometimes that's nicer the next day when it's oh, like marinated they're erosing it i can't fault it at all um but yeah the the christian overall was a really lovely day everyone was gone about six o'clock and then we stayed cleaning up and I was pissed as a fart. I haven't drank in a while and I was absolutely pissed and I just loved it. And I had Nellie in her pet sitters where she got on great actually. She I, I have her in a new pet sitter and she got on really well. And I just she didn't like, send I didn't, you a photo of her eating potato. <laughs> she didn't send any photos of her eating potato, thank God. She she gave her the nuts I gave her, which was my one request. Um but she did send me cute photos and it was so cute. But the next morning, like, I didn't have Nellie. I didn't have a dog to look after. So I was like, I'm having a lie on. And I swear, Roshan, I slept for about 40 hours. Like, I was in bed asleep for half nine. And I didn't get up out of bed till, like, 10 o'clock the next morning. It was just fabu, I have to tell you. That kind of thing. I'm so glad you've had a lovely day. That's so nice. And, like, when you have, like, family, like, gatherings like that as well, I just, it's just so nice being around your family, but then also so nice in the evening. You can just chillax, have a couple of drinks, and then go to bed early and have a great night's sleep. Like, that is just the best of all worlds. I feel like we don't use chillax enough. <laughs> yeah, we try to bring chillax back. <laughs> like, chilling and relaxing. It's kind of crazy when you think about it. I say we'll try drop it in. Oh my god! Do you know what I want to do? I want to give you like a random word. That I want you to keep dropping into conversation with different people, and just I want no, you to get the reactions. I'm sorry, but this like happened. This has happened to me and Connor. So like, he was saying like amalgamate or something, and I said so. Like we were literally just having a conversation, and then I said, yeah. And anyway, in the interim, like this happened, and now he keeps <laughs> saying in the interim. He's like, I'll talk to you in the interim, and I'm like, what you- is this like word of the day toilet paper? Could you explain to me what that means? Interim. Yeah. Like, in the meantime kind of thing. Oh, that's real fancy. That's Oxford kind of shit. Like, I'd say, like, in the gap between those two things happening. You know? In the interim. In the interim. I'm going to yeah, start using you can that. You use that And for wear free. my glasses when I'm saying it. <laughs> Please do. Um, but, Ro, are we caught up or what? I think we are. And... I just want to say I'm so happy you had a lovely weekend. I'm just delighted for you. I'm so happy Roshin, baby James had a, had a great day. Do you want to tell everyone what your man commented on your TikTok? Oh my God. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so there I am posting TikToks. And may so I say, good, so by the this way. person posted on my TikTok, but sometimes like when you have a low amount of followers, you can see who has viewed your profile. So I get notifications now when people now and again people view my profile so this person has viewed my profile lots in the last while oh. but anyway 
I put up my TikTok. I put up a TikTok the other day, um, yesterday even, and this man commented under it called Jamie. Said, "Looking fab. <laughs> have a fun week. Have a fun week, Miss." I, also, I couldn't believe you called me Miss. Me, um, that floored have me. Have a fun week, Miss. In prison now for five years. Food here is worse than dog food. <laughs> And then a little getting sick emoji. When I say I actually nearly vomited on the bus, I was laughing so hard. Did you um, comment back? No, I didn't. I physically couldn't bring myself to... Like, what would I say? First of all, hey, honey, how did you get that phone into prison? Like, where are you hiding it? In his prison wallet. And I, I liked it. No. Did you like the- <laughs> I liked the like- comment. Yeah. I want to go onto his profile, but I don't want him to get a thing saying that I have, um, that I have viewed his profile. Oh, I went on and I looked at all these videos. What kind of videos does he have? Oh my God. Starting my 24 month prison sentence. On the, okay, so he said he's in his prison now for... He said he's in prison for five years, except his TikTok said he's only starting... Do you know what my, he's in prison for? No, what I is do. it? It's... He, he broke COVID rules and he verbally abused a female Garda, aka Van Garda. Oh my God. I wonder what COVID rules he broke. Probably like... Outside the 5k. I was going to say that they go outside the 5k. Imagine sitting beside an axe murderer and he's like, what are you in for bro? And he's like, oh, I killed a family of five. And he's like, what are you in for? Yeah, it went 6k outside my zone. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty I reckless. Extra K. Worth it. So worth, worth it. Worth it now, bro. Sorry. Don't drop the stuff. That is fucking wild. I know. Well, Jamie, if you're listening from prison, hope you're getting on well. Yeah, that's what you should comment him back. Just be like, if you're bored and need something to listen to. And honestly, Amy, it's the only kind of affection and attention I'm getting. So I could be a prison wife. I'd pull it off. Oh, my God. I forgot to tell you. All the women. So I told you before the women in work were giving me tips on um, dating. Now they're trying to set me up with their sons. Oh, my God. Please do it. First of all, you have to get them to send you. Everybody has to submit a photo of their son. And then me and you need to get together and vet each photo. And not even photo, like... Quali- good qualities about them are they funny or not funny and then we can go back to them and kind of whittle it down to a semi-final Roisin fuck the photo send me their bank account <laughs> send me what they're raking in each year honey yeah send me an up-to-date bank statement and I'll, I'll be back to you in a week I think that like what a love story like his ma showed me his bank account and then I said fuck it I'm in I've officially deleted tinder again have so- you I'm off, I'm off the market, Roisin. Um, you should do one of those videos that, you know, it's like you're announcing you're quitting uh, dating sites. Oh my God, I should, shouldn't I? And then like in a week, I'll be back. Now I did get bored um, last night and I was like, oh, will I download it again? And I thought, ah, cringe. Do you know that kind of thing? I like Tinder's pretty atrocious. Like I thought I'd meet someone on Tinder here and have like a little Emily in Paris moment and someone drive me around in the back of a scooter showing me all the sites. But it's pretty dire. Oh my God, what? Is the Tinder like over there? Terrible. Not, not great. Like not, people are good looking, but like, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. And I feel like it's just, just sometimes you're in kind of a Tinder humor and sometimes you're absolutely not. And I feel like maybe I'm just not in the humor. Yeah, same. But you know something actually I wanted to tell you, which was weird. Mm. I'd say about 40% of people ha- down in the Algarve had, or down in Albufera had their mobile number in their bio on Tinder. Oh my God, that's so like, creepy. The, the men would be like, WhatsApp me on blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, why are you giving your number out? Like, I wouldn't even put my Insta handle in it. Honest <laughs> to God. They're like, here's my bank account. Here's my IBAN, my Bic. Revolute me hoes. Um, um, anyway, Ro, it was fantastic catching up with you.
Okay. I'm going to get straight into the topic. So God, it's something, I'm so excited. It's something that a couple of people asked for. So I've jotted down a few things, but I really don't know how to actually talk about this. So I suppose we'll just get into it and we'll see what we can do, okay? Okay, I'm on board. So I suppose we're going to have to take it back to the streets for this one because it's 90s slash naughties nostalgia. Oh my God, I love it. Yes. So a couple of people asked us to do this. I did see it come in a couple of times, actually. Yeah. So, but I just, it's very broad and it's very hard to like kind of knuckle, buckle down bestie, I suppose. (laughs) Um, So I kind of want to take the 90s naughties out of it. Like we are 90s babies. We are 94. That's our year of birth. But I suppose our childhood would be more naughties of what we can remember. Um, so instead of like saying particular years, I just want to do like our childhood nostalgia, I suppose. Okay. Yes. Sounds perfect. I'm on board. Um, so before I get into like some things, so I'm just going to name out some things and we can like, you can say, oh yeah, I remember that or no, I don't. Because I feel like me and you had very different childhoods for some reason, like in the things we played with and the games we played and stuff. Yes, yeah, I I was very much like a a stage school kid, I feel. Yeah, you were very stage school or you were very like groovy chick and I was very Bratz, that's how I would describe us. Yes, my first introduction to Bratz was a thing because you had one and I couldn't believe that their shoes, like their feet came off like that. (laughs) Oh my God, I forgot that. Um, before I kick off like my list of what I've wrote down, I did put up a question box last night that I hid from Roisin. Um, now we didn't get that many responses considering how many people wanted this topic, but I'll share some things. <laughs> you, you're begging begging for it and then you don't even give us anything? Yes, yeah, so like, well, one person did, but anyway. So we all remember RTE The Den. <sighs> I want to say yes, like I remember the name... I remember the premise, but I can't ever remember like an episode of it. You know, was You're it like joking. when he was? Was it when he was like in, like at the camera, and there was loads of like teddies and shit around him? Yeah, like very low production value. Sorry, I just uh, Google it there now. Yes, I do. Remember. Like Dustin and etc. Yes, 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 I do. And you know, you um, could ring in and you could answer a question. You could win like a den goodie bag and stuff. Wasn't it like? Was didn't it come from the? Didn't it come from the den where your man was like, where'd you get your shades? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was like snotzer and all that. <laughs> but Roshi, you know what the den brought me to? Quiz zone. Oh my God, was that where I had like the blue and the yellow team? Me and you fucking loved quiz oh my zone. God. Now, and I'll I always tell wanted you that. to be able to go on it, but my stress levels would never be able to put up with that. Me and you would have been boxing around us, except we wouldn't have known any of the answers, but like we'd be expecting everyone else to. But didn't they get to use the books and all? So like really, you got to like look it up. It was like an open book exam. Yeah, it was kind of like, uh, what are those things called? Something room? Escape room. Yeah, yeah. But like it just, just the fucking anxiety of like you wanting to go and get to the next place and the people not being able to find the answer, wouldn't you be stressing to the max? And then you ha- there's the physical element. Like, that's what would have killed me. <laughs> yeah, trying to get up that fucking <laughs> stairs and some of them. Um, oh, yeah. I seen a lad on Tinder had in his bio that, like, he, w- he won quiz zone. And I was like, oh, my God. 
please text me. Oh my God, t- please marry me now. Imagine being in the presence of someone who won Quiz Zone. I know. And do you remember they got to wear like jumpsuits like mechanics? Oh, I wish we were, We, in fairness, I think as a team, like we were, weren't able to recruit two more people. Was it two, four people or five people on the team? I, th- I don't know if it was four or five, but, but bang I think, in game. I think we would have, we would have, um, if a poor mind suit, we would have fucking got on great. I think we would have, even though we came second last in a credit union quiz before. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh somebody God. else said the classic curbs. Yeah. Do you know, I never usually played that. I never really played that as a kid. I only could have played that when I went. That's because um, you didn't have any curbs. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, because I didn't have any curbs. I had two walls. <laughs> yeah. We, you had to be in the estate. But that's a classic game. I actually played that recently with my nephew and I'm still as good, I'll tell you that. I was about to say, you were really good. Now, I was shocking, but you were very good. Yeah, but Ro, when you grow up on the streets, you kind of have to... It's do or die, really, out here. <laughs> you, you grow know? up in curbs is all you know. That's yeah, you, know, you, you know. get on board. Um, somebody else said, playing with Barbies slash brats outside in the garden in the summer. So, like, we already covered... Did you play with Barbies? Yeah, I did. Um... I did play back. I used to play with them. There were all these little tiny dolls. I can't remember what they were. But yeah, kind of like playing with dolls. Yeah. I remember my sister had a pink Barbie car. Actually, it was very cool. Okay. I don't know if you know this one. Uh, Playing the Baja. Playing the what? (laughs) Well, this is my cousin. She said, she spelled it B-O-H-A. I don't know how to pronounce it either. It's like, it's called like the Baja or like, I don't know if it's called the Bata and we just don't pronounce the T. Did you ever play that? No, what is it? So it's like, it's kind of like Murder in the Dark if you've ever played that, but you have to play it in the pitch dark. You can play it inside or outside and you basically like one person is the Baja and then they like, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right anymore, but one person is basically the murderer and then you go around and you like silently murder. It's kind of like hide and go seek in the dark, but you're like murdering people. Is it like wink murder, but in the dark? Except you can't wink at someone. Yeah, except, yeah, it's kind of like that and hide and go seek in the dark. Oh my God. (laughs) I would love that, but also the anxiety that's giving me the minute. Very scary. I also do remember playing that in my nanny's kitchen and like it was pitch dark because she lived like in the middle of nowhere and it was was very very scary i don't know if it's because i was so young but like i actually thought i was going to be murdered great game though like as we know as an as an adult i'm still scared of the dark so i think that would be my worst nightmare (laughs) yeah you would you'd have passed um this one is i'd go you'd be like where's roisin and then you'd hear my car starting outside (laughs) (laughs) see ya um this one is very specific to my family but my cousin said playing restaurant in nanny's garden with the old cooker and never wanting to be the customer but did you ever play games like you know we were were the shopkeeper or did you ever we used to play that in your chalet i was just about to say i was just going to say to you i loved playing shopkeeper in my chalet and I always wanted to be the shopkeeper and I always wanted to be scanning things giving people back change like why? You actually had a cash register didn't you? Yeah we had like an old cash register like from mum had when she I don't know when mummy had a cash register maybe when she works somewhere else but um yeah and we used to have it and it would just be like blah, 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 and I used to like pretend and the spiders in that shed forget about it. Oh yeah that was kind of crazy. Do you use that chalet anymore? We use it for storage now so like the kind of summer furniture be in there like just like you know the like the outdoor chairs and shit like that that have that material that couldn't get wet mm, got yeah okay so some bits that i wrote down 
see-through technology you know when like the computer the back of the computer was like see-through or like the phone you could see all like the insides of it oh my god yeah what was with that i don't know furbies of course oh my god furbies what creepy little pricks did you have a Furby? I don't know. I don't know if I have one myself. There was definitely one in my house. I don't know if I owned it. Oh, we fucking loved a Furby. Do you remember those yin yang necklaces? Yes, yes, yes. I'd wear one of them now, to be completely honest. Yeah, I think all that, that stuff is coming back in, though, you know. Definitely. I, like, put up some photos of these, like, when this episode's out and we can, like, laugh. Uh, candy watch. You know, like, you can get candy necklaces, but remember there was, like, a watch with a big frame on it. Oh, my God, yeah. They were gorgeous. What the hell? Bring those back, I say. Do you remember trolls? Yes, I do remember trolls. Because one time someone told me that my hair looked like it was one of the trolls. It was like up. It was a really... I remember I was having... Like when I was younger, my hair was crazy. And someone was like, oh my God, you look like one of the trolls. Oh my God. Like that's not a great compliment, but like hilarious. (laughs) They were literally trolling you. Remember toys when there was toys and cereals or Happy Meals? Yes, I do. And... It used to specifically be in Cocoa Pops. That's what we used to get. And I used to love to see what you get. Yeah. I remember, I always remember them being in Wheat O's. Do you remember Wheat O's? Oh, they were so fucking good. Were they the square ones? They were circle, but they were, they were chocolate, but they didn't taste like Cocoa Pops. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Your man on the front um, of the box had like crazy hair. God, cartoon from, cartoons from um, cereals really hit different, didn't they? I used to love the fucking lion from... What was he on? It tastes great. What was that guy? Oh, uh, Tony the Tiger. Crunching up, maybe. No, Frosties. Frosties, that was it. Um, I need to send you this in a photo so that you're like getting the full effect. Just give me one second. Because when I saw these, something inside me went crazy. You know, when you're just like new memory unlocked. Literally. So what I'm sending you, I put it up on... Bugle up bestie insta as well. Stick on okay. earrings. News just in. Oh my god, yeah. Remember I them, I love the moon ones. Oh my god. And you'd stick them onto your earring and then next thing you'd look down and it'd be on your knee. Like you it could be earring. anywhere. Like that gives me shivers up my anal. Oh my god, remember those things. Also, I know this, you're going to remember this because you had one. Motorola razor. Oh, the, f- the flip. Flipping up, flipping it down. The satisfaction I'd get. I used to think I was Regina George. I, one time I flipped it so hard I thought the thing was going to break in half. Only real baddies had a Motorola razor. I'm sorry. The hot pink. And you girl, say, mine was hot pink. What the hell? You heck? were styling. <laughs> I never had a Motorola razor as a baddie now and I'll just say it. I didn't have one. I had a fucking Sony oh. Ericsson. Yeah, but they were the cool ones that like you could like like had all the cool music on it and then the <laughs> razor all it was was a flipped open and flipped down also what's with the fact that they're bringing back flip up phones yeah i'm not into it one bit like no seriously i'm glad i had one back in the day but i don't want one in my adult life no did you ever have glow in the dark stars that you stick onto your roof yes i did and they were that like kind of weird like orangey sorry yeah orangey green kind of color not orangey green yeah green, blue even green yeah we yeah uh, i feel like my mom only took that down out of our spare room recently do you remember the aliens that came in the like little egg oh my god yes i remember I, there's a myth that if you put it in the freezer it would have a baby <laughs> Like who started that and why did we all go along with it? Someone told me in school one day and I went home and fucking froze the poor crater. But uh, no baby. I remember once we (laughs) picked one of them up and threw it all up onto the roof and it got stuck. 
and we could not get down. It was probably stuck up beside <laughs> the glow in the dark stars. We couldn't get down for love nor money. Why did I find that so funny? I used to think that was the funniest thing <laughs> But I I can actually distinctly smell them right now. Do you remember the smell of I know. And the feel of them. The feel. Oh, God. They were so nasty. We were only talking about <laughs> this recently. Bubble bags. Oh, now, I'd fuck on them now, I have to say. But do you remember we were saying we went on the school tour and we both had a bubble bag and then we both brought a snack for each other? Oh, yeah. God. God help us. Oh, I think I, I think we should get bubble bags and just, like, next time we're going somewhere together kind of as, like, a reunion kind of thing. I'm going to look them up. I wonder how much they are now. Also... And in my bubble bag, what I'll pack for you is I'll pack a porn star martini in a can this time. Oh, my God. I'm going to pack a dildo for you. <laughs> Thanks so much. Neat. Oh my God. I just found photos of them. These are crazy. I bet you Sheen will have them. Also, stampers. Do you know those little circle stampers and you just like stamp things for no reason and like they could have different designs on them. Yeah. And it was like you used to feel real official when you're stamping it down on a page. Yeah. I used to love those. I'd be stamping everyone's hands. What else? Walkman. Did you have a Walkman? Yes, I did. And when, um, when I used to like to dance or walk too fast it would skip <laughs> it'd skip oh god <laughs> i would always play like my ma's celine dion cds in the walkman or like that's actually i think where oh. my asmr started because i used to listen to like spa music oh also me and my my sister and my cousins used to like create a spa in my ma's room and give each other massages <laughs> oh my god i love i just love anything to do with relaxing spa music a massage like that's we were literally life. obsessed with like working like we'd always pretend to be workers like masseuses shop owners like we were grafters from a young age kind of thing you're like i'm after putting in 45 hours this week and i still have two more days to go <laughs> single mom who works two jobs um <laughs> do you remember when CDs were a thing, but everyone had CDs holders, so you had to flip through it to like find your favorite CD. Yes, and like I remember that, like you'd, you'd have ones where it'd be like you know a certain type of genre, and then you'd have ones where you just fucked anything into it. Yeah, kind of like Maniac Two Thousand mix. Do you remember the mini Pringle holders? No. So like, if you up. wanted to bring Pringles to school, but like, oh my god, yes, and it was like the shell of a kind of. It was like the shape of a Pringle, but like it was obviously hollowed out so that you could hold Pringles in it. I remember a specific girl, oh. and I hope she's listening used to always bring them to school and I just thought she was so cool for having these. <laughs> I love that. It's real like, oh, like I'm that posh. I actually have something to hold my fucking Pringles. Like I'm that bit, you know? Oh, I fucking love that. That is just bougie, isn't it? Next on the list, magazine subscriptions. So like I had a subscription to Tracy Beaker and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, yes. I used to have one to um, some like young beauty magazine or something like it was like, you know, one of those things used to get free lipstick in it or something. Yeah, those are the ones and you build up your collection. Yeah. Oh, God. What what waste of money and time. But God, it used to be great when you get them. I think what used to happen is that the first magazine with the first thing in it was like cheap enough. And then they went really expensive after that. So it was like they hooked you in. And then it was like the kids obviously want to keep building it up building it up but the parents are like i literally can't afford this literally it's like the first magazine was fine but now i'm like literally 50 grand deep and i'm not getting anything <laughs> like literally your father's out betting on horses every night of the week and we're, we're getting that on back <laughs> 
Um, the Give next a, one is fucking, sorry go on I was going to say take back the fucking lipstick <laughs> take back the lipstick or sell the house <laughs> the next one is velvet colouring books do you remember this oh my god yeah I fucking love hell? those where like you'd colour in a bit but then there'd be like vel- like black velvet all around it what, were, what was even the, the point of those just kind of crazy I'd say somebody on acid made that kind of a thing you know, stroked furry wall. Oh, 100%. I think that anybody that made like kids programs or stuff like that was were definitely tripping all the time. Oh, 100%. And um, also, so this is the last like kind of item. I kind of have everything sectioned off. Uh, but portable DVD players, like we couldn't have been anywhere without them really. Oh, oh my It's kind of like your modern day uh, like tablet. Like remembered and like on any car journey you'd be sick to your stomach looking down at the thing but you couldn't look away because you brought it now bear in mind we weren't privileged enough to have one but best believe like i did bring my mary kate and ashley dvds with me to anyone's house who did have one and if we were going on a journey i'd make sure we were watching it you know that kind of thing oh my god mary kate and ashley movies sorry that's another thing like bring them back literally so that actually brings us nicely on to tv um so first on the list i have like this is me and my cousin like our childhood summed up and it's rugrats like i'm sorry but we were obsessed oh my god i fucking love the rugrats and then when they went abroad with the fucking that the movie is one of the best movies i've ever seen oh literally i'd watch that now i'd get into bed watch that now oh don't even tempt me i'm looking for something to watch now to go to bed so (laughs) can we pop popping on rugrats to watch paris um next powerpuff girls a classic but like Let's not forget Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. I love Powerpuff Girls. Um, I used to always want to be the little blonde one. What was her name? Um, Bubbles. Bubbles, or was it? I yeah. always wanted to be the, like, tomboy lesbian butch one. Uh, Buttercup. What was her name? Ash? Or... <laughs> no. Buttercup. <laughs> Buttercup Blossom and Bubbles, wasn't it? Yeah, what was her name? Ash? Oh, my God. I, I'm thinking of... No, I'm thinking. Of You're thinking your of man Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> oh my god, that is oh fucking god. Weird. Pokemon is another the, one. That was sorry brilliant. to all the Pokemon fans and Pokemon games. Yeah, and the Pokemon really tried to make a comeback recently with that thing where you that thing on you could download the app and play Pokemon. I'm not going to lie, I did download it and I was obsessed with it. Pokemon Go. It was called. Well, Jesus, I hope you enjoyed. I don't know if you'll remember this. Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann, no, I can't say I'm Pepper familiar. Ann, Pepper Ann, calling Pepper Ann. Remember that? Let me look it up now. Pepper Ann. She had a real husky um, voice. She was ginger. Oh my God, yes. Yes, yes. I did not know that that was her name, but I know her. Not she personally. Talk but like I used to this. watch her on Daylight. Tell I. Yeah, she's real. And she's kind of like, she's kind of like a cool, cool kid. She's got like, Mom, I'm not going to school today. I've got to get on my skateboard. And she always had that kind of sticky out fringe. How did she get it up like that? <laughs> I feel like you won't remember this one, but I was only talking about it to someone the other day. Harriet the Spy. Harriet the Spy. That's not when I to look up. Harriet the Spy. It was like, it wasn't a cartoon now, it was live, but it's a film. It's so fucking good. No, I don't, I can't say I've ever seen that now. But I think my sister told me it got banned because it was kind of like influencing kids to go against their parents or something. Oh, Jesus, little rebels. Do you remember Pinky and the Brain? Yes, I do remember Pinky and the Brain. Mm. It was like the Animaniacs, like, and Tasmanian Devil era. Wasn't that like, what do you want to do, take over the world? Yeah. 
Pinky and the brain, 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 brain. Oh, I'm actually looking at them as well. They're very little, cute little things. Do you remember Little Bill? Little Bill? That's another one stumping me, to be honest. Little Bill, let me see. I had completely forgotten Little Bill until I seen a photo and I was like, oh my God, Little Bill. I forgot about you and I love you so much. No, I can't say I'm familiar with Little Bill now, if I'm honest. So good. Kind of on the same vibe. Jim Button? No, I don't think so. God, what was I doing with my time? Yeah, Jim well, Button. all I was doing was watching telly. Uh, no, I don't know Jim Button now. I, I can't say I do. Also, Kipper with the dog? Yes, I do remember Kipper. Kipper, Kipper Blue's was... Clues. I know you watched Blue's Clues. Yes, I do did watch Blue's Clues and for some reason Blue's Clues I know it's different but Blue's Clues makes me think about Blue Peter oh what was Blue Peter remember Blue Peter was this show where like it was like a kind of nearly reality show and people used to come on and like entertain people and then like if you did something really good for the if you did something really good for like the community you'd get a Blue Peter badge oh sounds very English it was weird it is an um, English program. Right, I'm just going to fly down through these. So, Johnny Bravo, Ed, Ed and Eddie, Cow and Chicken, yes. Dexter's Laboratory, Courage the Cowardly Dog, The Jetsons and the Flintstones, Bananas in Pajamas, oh, Doug, yes. The Land Before Time, Angelina Ballerina, Space Jam and Chicken Run. Oh my God. Yes, yes, all of them. God, all th- core th- memories about, of my childhood. Just with something about sitting down and just watching them. I wasn't so innocent just thinking that they were absolutely gassed. You know, I just also loved watching telly before recess. school. Oh my God, Recess was so good. I'd still watch that now, to be honest. And like, obviously like Simpsons and stuff, but, you but like that's though. like current. Yeah, that's still kind of ongoing, but stop the lights, Ed, Ed and Eddie. I used to fucking love that. Oh my God. Remember he had the like plank. I think it was called plank. Yeah. And he used to have a little hat on the plank, didn't he? Oh my God. They're all so stupid. Right. So I'm moving on to games and this is the last section. And then anything you oh, can think of from your childhood, lovely. you let me know because as we said, yours was a little bit different. So firstly, I need to bring you back to, do you remember? the the paper origami game where it said like blue black red purple and then you picked one and if you picked blue you go b-l-u-e yes. remember that I fucking used to love it. i used to love those i used to find i used to could never be able to make them on my own and then one day i mastered it and i was like what the fuck remember they used to be passing around the class like they were crack i really want to make one of those also scooby-doos oh my used to fucking love them the taste of them when you put them in your mouth i know it was very hard to start them off but once you got going those things were crazy then you used to be able to do them like inside out and do them on top of each other god that was a real craft yeah it really was I'd say it'd be real good for kids with ADHD now, to be honest. Like, just to give them something to focus on. Yeah. You're literally just focusing all your energy on that, like. Yeah. Then, of course, your classic Tamagotchi. Where would we have been without them? Oh, Tamagotchi. I only got one of those kind of later in the childhood. But, like, it definitely, I definitely killed it more than, like, once. Like, it really taught you the um, responsibility of having an animal. It really kind of made you think that, like, oh, I can't actually go off grid for two weeks and not feed or water this thing. <laughs> Do you remember Pinball on Microsoft? Pinball? Ball. Yeah, just I, on like yeah, your we're kind computer. Of kept down. Yes, I did. Very I good game on, on the computer. Did you have oh, a Nintendo? This is so nostalgic. No, I don't. 
maybe Cormac did but I didn't have one myself but I remember like you had one didn't you I had Nintendo because my next one was Nintendogs but I don't think you actually had Nintendo oh my so. god you used to love Nintendogs I remember it I did I remember roll. one time we played it when we were in your house but the Nintendo was so good because you could do like mind games on it you could do Sudoku's you could do things like that it was very good actually very educational Cormac did have one I'm thinking about it because we used to play um something, something lemony or something it was called lemony something on it all the time lemony schnicket maybe that was it. i can't remember what it was but he had a little green one i feel like you weren't really into like playstation or like the sega mega drive or that kind of vibe no what memory what memory i have is from a younger one. me and cormac used to spend hours playing the simpsons game on the play on the playstation ah uh, yes spend so long playing it and i actually have I, that on no, the list I, simpsons road rage such a good game such a fucking classic game um, and then some of I was my in your house or in someone else's house I'd do Grand Theft Auto but that was about it yes so that's what I was going to say some of my favourites are Crash Bandicoot Grand Theft Auto and Tomb Raider fucking love Tomb Raider and then on Crash Bandicoot on the Nintendo I also used to love Spyro and Rayman and also you could get like uh, Harry Potter games they were really good because it was like such bad quality and what would that have to do in Harry Potter games just like solve mysteries yeah or you like go up to people and like there's like dialogue and you go and you do like spells and shit like that I feel like I never really got very far but one that starts out, stands out in my head I think this was on the playstation and you actually like you were in the flying car and you got down into hagrid's like uh where hagrid lived and it was just like great crack oh god i think to harry potter is just great though in fairness i know very very nostalgic me and my sister had sing star so it's like karaoke and that was the fucking crack yes i remember that um god, and then my last one on the games list was tony hawk but you could also get this like game with playstation i think it like just came when you bought the playstation and it was like it had like snowboarding it had skateboarding it had like all these different sports and it was so fun i remember you used to love tony hawk love and a bit of skateboarding who was it? and you remember you used to remember you got the bmx bike one year that was a cool little fucking thing like I have to say now I was always a little fucking tomboy God help me But like I think that the Getting a BMX was so fucking cool Loads of people used to get them when they were younger But Roisin That is my whole list Of what I think of Off the top of my head Do you have anything you would like to bring up? First of all I love that And it's after making me feel so warm and cosy inside There's just something about Like thinking back about memories like that It's so special isn't it? Just like how yeah, nice it was Yeah It was um, really nice looking back now one, I must say It is so nice to like look back But one thing I thought of was remember chain mail and you used to get and you used to have to sign it and send it to someone else you'd actually no. get it in the post no and you'd like you'd pass on this chain mail for good luck i remember you used to get messages when you were younger like send this to 10 people or like it'll be someone at the end of your bed yes i fucking do i don't remember the post one though yeah i i'm nearly sure i might have posted one to you because i got it and it was like a good luck one um but like you'd, you'd write someone's address on it and then they would send it to someone else and it would have been in like could have been in like you know 15 houses before that oh my god i really love that i'd love to bring that back it's wild i know do and then see how far it gets that'd be so cute another one i thought of was blind man's buff remember that i feel kinda like, like that's kind of like murder in the dark yeah it is except only it's only dark for one person so one person is has a blindfold over their face and everyone else is in the the light and they have to try to get away from the person the person oh with the blindfold on yes the where everyone is and also mother may i, I used to, used love, to love that, that. Oh my god, yes. 
Oh my god, there's so many things I was thinking of, and I only kind of jotted two of them down. But I used to love Wii, the Wii. That's one thing yeah. I actually got into. You were more like, of a Wii the gal. Wii sport. I was, <laughs> I was kind of a Wii gal. Um, there was something <laughs> else. Gel pens. I fucking love the oh, gel pens. Oh my god, smelly gel pens. Go on. And like, I remember a girl in her class used to. She's left-handed, and she said she couldn't use gel pens because, and it was right because she used to smudge <laughs> as she went along because it wasn't they weren't quick enough for drying. <laughs> or do you remember and the crayons think, where they like twist it up? They're called twistables, and then the girls who had them would go. Oh, oh my, my mom said only two people can use them today. And the gel pens, like the twistables, be like fifty euro a pop. Yeah, I was like, all right, I'm grand like, here with my fuck? fucking normal crayon. One thing, like, one TV show I can think of that it's not like a kind of a childhood one. It's kind of more when we were in school and they get to stay up late and watch it. But it was Desperate Housewives. When I think about like getting to be fighting bedtime, getting up to stay or something, it'd be that. And it was so oh my much. God. I used to love being able to stay up and watch it. And then going to school the next day and seeing who was able to stay up and watch it. I fucking love Desperate Housewives. That was on the same vibe as Grey's Anatomy, except they should have stopped Grey's Anatomy while they could have. Grey's Anatomy's still going. How on earth do you think? I have one more and then I'm done. Remember Bop It? Oh my bop God. It. Spin it. You had a Bop It. I do remember that. Yes, and I fucking loved it and I used to be so bad at it. But this was so lovely. I absolutely loved it. You done a quite a lot of work on it. That was amazing. I loved it. I hope it brought back memories for people. And um, as I said, when this comes out, like we'll put up some nostalgic photos and see, do can people like add to it or like tell us some memories they have because I always love like there's so much more that you could go into but like you do have to condense it a bit. But like I just love, I feel like everyone just loves like deep diving back into the past don't they and like there is something like i know not for everyone that like their childhood was great or whatever like and some people don't have like memories but i think that we're so lucky that we have those like really lovely memories definitely and like a lot of mine like i was so happy i hope my cousin doesn't mind me saying that my cousin wrote in but i have my mother's side has 12 she has 12 siblings so it could be anyone out there so nobody tried to narrow it down <laughs> she... it could be anybody but i'm gonna say your name and address <laughs> yeah i was so glad she wrote in because like she, like that particular cousin is like my whole childhood like we were so close and like all like nearly all my memories or definitely my best memories are like with her and her family so like whenever we get to chat about things or talk about the past I just love it so much because like we shared so much of the past and like it just brings it all back up do you know what I mean I just think and like I suppose everyone's like that like most people who'd have a big enough family like it's always when you get chatting to your cousins and you remember little bits and bobs like it's so I just love talking about childhood and like it's so great that we had as you said a happy childhood that we can reminisce on not everyone does I know that but like if you do it's it's lovely 100% and I think that sometimes it's like when you get to look back at just like the innocence and how excited you'd be to go to someone's birthday or someone's party or just to hang out with your cousins like I think it's just so nice that we have that because like now like you don't really get to this like sometimes now when you're growing up you don't really like get to like sit down and breathe and just like have that fun time because there's so much going on around you yeah definitely no it's lovely to reminisce review of the week review, review of, week. of the week pop pow woohoo well john miss that was a lovely little um you actually where where was i listening to it? you were singing i think on the podcast one time and i was editing it and you have a lovely voice you can hold you can hold a note <laughs> I really wish if there was one thing I could wish it was, was I could like just hold a note Jesus thanks but anyway, Rosie um, sorry I just got a message from Cormac there because um, I, I, when I was I had a mental breakdown when I was talking to him earlier on and he just said not all days can be good ones 
Ah, God. Isn't He's so, so good, Rose. Isn't that so cute? Do you know I always wondered what it's like to have a brother? Yeah, like, I love having a brother. I think that it's definitely different from when you're younger and older. Like, I feel like mm. I miss, like I, like, I have a great relationship with Cormac now and I love him. But when we were younger, we were, like, best friends. Yeah, you used to be so close when you were younger. It's so cute. Well, you still are, but, like, obviously you grow up. Yeah, I think it's just with everything, though, even with, like, your sisters and all, like, and... Like even like going back to like your cousins, I think you just have a different relationship with people you grow up because you're just an adult. Yeah, definitely, a hundred percent. Um, anyway, we're getting off topic, Rob, because but we're on review of the bloody week. We are on review of the week, and this week we decided what we do is each of us would bring um basically some of the most recent or best books we've we've read recently and we're going to just basically give a quick review of them and then if someone is listening and they want to start reading something or like they're like oh yeah i did love that book as well so we thought we just kind of give a few ideas there's a few books that we have and then i think it's nice because we'll have different ones as well so maybe you will tell me something that i want to read or vice versa yeah so like we're basically just going to give a quick synopsis of the books we've read and like rate them out of 10 each like obviously we both haven't read like it, we're bringing different books each also one of our lovely listeners recommended a book for us to read so i'm actually currently listening to an audiobook and i think roshan's going to listen to it soon so we will review that on its own um down the line when we have it done but these are just... Well, for me, it's just the books I've read yes. so far in 2023. Okay, yeah. my These books I have read in 2023, um, a good few of them, or maybe two of them, and then other ones are just notable reads that I, that I won't go into too much detail about, but I'll tell people that they should read. Perfect. That sounds great. Do you want to go first with a book and then I'll go after you and we'll kind of go like that? Yes, that sounds perfect. So first up on my list is... At the top of my list for a reason, I'm honestly going to say... It's a so it's Thursday Murder Club, but there is three books. Say like it's a three book series. He's actually Richard Osmond is the author. He's actually uh, writing the third, the fourth book, and now I I believe. But hands down, this is the best book I've ever read in my entire life, and three of them are amazing. It is the premise of it basically is about these four friends who are in a retirement village. Um, so they're they're older. And what they like doing is they like solving unsolved crimes, but just kind of within themselves, like they kind of come up with a scenario, think what might happen. And so one of them was a nurse and one of them used to be like kind of in the MI5 kind of space. And then what happens is in the retirement village, an actual murder happens and it's just them trying to solve it. And then there's loads of twists and turns. And it's just such a heartfelt, lovely book. The series, the most recent one, um, was just I was actually cried at it in some some parts and I was la- like literally laugh out loud laughing and other bits of it, but I just wanted to if you no one has if you haven't read that yet that is one I'd say you absolutely should read and it's a lovely series because you have three full books to read and it's just oh one it's just the best books I've ever read. I'm so glad you brought that up because I keep forgetting about that one and you're always telling me that that's so good. So I'm actually after starting this series it start it ends with us and it starts with us. So when I'm done those two, I'm definitely going to start that series. Oh my god, I am um, I'm dying to hear what you think about the starts with us thing because that is not my usual genre. 
genre, but I'd love to get into it if, if they're good. Well, I started, it ends with us, because that's the order you start with, it ends with us, and then you end with, it starts with us. Uh, but I started, it ends with us last night, and I'm only on the first chapter, and I'm already like hook, line and sinker. So I think it's going to be good. And is it a romantic kind of thing? I think so. It starts off with like, boy meets girl, you know? Okay, very good. Okay, you go with your first one then. Well, what are you giving Thursday Murder Club? I would tell. 10. Oh, 10. 10 out of 10 for all three books 10 out of 10 brilliant role well I'll definitely be reading that next so I can't wait also I really value Roisin's opinion on books because she's literally an avid reader like I've only tried to start getting back into books this year but Roisin is really into books and she loves like her genre like she's really into that and like if she says a book is good and I get it off her, it's, it's good. Like, you know, do you know when someone recommends a book and you're like, oh, that was kind of hit or miss? Like, you're very good at, like, your books. So I would recommend everyone, if Roisin's recommending a book, go, go read it, if that's your genre, you know? I just love a book that is, like, you know, a book that you just can't wait to read. I Put think that's down. such an yeah. exciting thing to have on your life. Oh, 100%. And also, so I just like to say, sorry, I keep like um, cutting in, but I like started last year or the year before reading all like self-help books and like I was getting really into that, but I found the language in them quite hard. And then one day I remember in Canada, you were like, why don't you just read this fiction book? And I was like, I remember we were in the bookshop and you told me to read like whatever one. And I was like, grand. And like now I just read fictions because it's just, it's so much easier to read. And it just like does exactly what I wanted to do, which is like get me out of my brain and into this world where I can like imagine different, like I can imagine the movie instead of like somebody showing it to me. Do you know what I mean? I love, yeah. And it's, and what it's like, it's like, what I love about books as well is that like me and you could read a book, but we could have a completely different idea of what a character looks like. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. And the scenery and everything. Um, So all of, well, all of my books that I brought here are fiction anyway, but I'm just going to get started with the first book I read this year. And it's called Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste N.G. Yes. So I googled the synopsis just to read out and it says, um, this Little Fires Everywhere was published in 2017. The novel takes place in Shaker Heights, Ohio, where N.G. grew up. So that's where the author grew up. Uh, The novel focuses on two families living in 1990s Shaker Heights who are brought together through their children. So I kind of just wrote down my feelings because I kind of find it hard to try and think and talk at the same time. So this is what I wrote. Uh, I felt this novel was not so much a a hard read, but a long drawn out read. Um, I regretted starting my 2023 reading journey with this book because I find I found it hard to even finish a chapter, let alone want to pick it back up to read it. Uh, I felt the book could have been condensed a lot and it wasn't a page turner, which is what I really wanted. The storyline was fine, but it lost me at parts and that was kind of out of boredom more so. So like personally for me, I find it easier to, to read books that are small chapters because I can't do like, oh, I'll sit down and I'll read 15 pages. Like I have to read chapter by chapter and if the chapter is really long I don't like stopping in the middle but also I'm like I'm so bored like I or I have to go or whatever like I don't have a lot of time to read so I like the chapters to be short and that book I just found 
it was so like it wasn't hard to read it was just long and boring and like it wasn't I really just wanted a page turner and something I could sink my teeth into and it it just wasn't it do you know what I mean yeah and I remember you saying even like when you had to talk about it to start like you were like oh I'm finding it really hard to get into and I think that that's so important about a book that it like has to capture you within the first couple of pages or even chapters because you're just like it's an effort then and you don't want reading to be an effort exactly and sometimes authors do too much like they do like yes it needs to be descriptive and you need to like know where you are and picture everything but like don't do the dog on it and also like you don't need to do character development for 40 different characters you know what I mean like give us the general gist we're smart enough to like piece it together you know what I mean like don't spoon feed me every person piece of every person's personality and you know don't bring too many storylines into it and like you know get to the point as well that's the thing as it's like sometimes when you're like the book has got a little bit good and then you're like okay I can't wait to read it and then the next whole chapter is describing just what a room room looks like that's when it really loses me yeah yeah exactly so this book I give a four out of ten because the story was good in the end when you think back on it like it was good it just took so long to get there yeah okay I feel you like and that is like it's really it's really frustrating at that point yeah exactly do you want to give us your next um, one well and also I can say about the tv series I tried to get into that and I couldn't get into it I couldn't I just couldn't get into past the first episode but people have been raving about it but I just couldn't yeah you did say that yeah no it's it, I wouldn't recommend it now to be honest don't waste your time is what I'd say um this is not a book I have read this year but it's a book that always stands out to me and I just think that it's a brilliant book but it's uh, a keeper by Graham Norton and it was one of my one of the first books I've ever read by him and I just I was blown away that first of all I was like oh my god he's a fucking great writer and then also I just love the plot of it so it's basically about um this woman who returns to Ireland because her mother had died and she's basically cleaning out the mother's house and she comes across these letters and the book is kind of going it's kind of going through the letters but it kind of brings you back and forward so it kind of brings the the from the mother's perspective of who she's writing to and what happens and she doesn't know who her father is so she's thinking that this will just explain who her father is and she might get to meet him but it's just so many twists and turns it was just such a good ending and I think that he was really good at keeping the suspense as well for throughout the whole thing you just never was going to guess what was next and that is just a book that I'm like, if anybody ever reads it, I'm like, oh my God, I could, wish I could read that again. I actually think that's the first Graham Norton book I read as well. And I had the very same reaction. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe he's such a great author. And I so I enjoyed that book so much. It's, it's a really good book. It's really easy as well. It's so easy to read. And it's just like one of those ones, yeah, that's just like, just, you don't have to give like too much thought to it. Like, because it's just all in front of you. Like, you know, it's not one of those ones you have to really be keeping like, okay, let's get back into it. But yeah, I really, really like that. And I I gave that one a 10 out of 10 as well it's because I was it's just I was just I suppose because I, I never knew Graham Norton was an, an author and I was just so shocked at how good it was yeah well that's a great review and also up the Irish but the up I the actually Irish, have right? two audiobooks I want to talk about and they're both by Graham Norton so that'll tell you like I one thing I said in like one of these reviews was like that I love how his a lot of his books are set in Ireland and like I just find that like obviously so easy to relate with and like especially in the audiobooks like it's him speaking and he like his accent and everything and like he's funny and like he's serious and like I just think 
yeah I just really like Graham Norton and I like I like him narrating it like sometimes a book if I listen to an audiobook it can be ruined by the author's voice or like if it's an American like I just find that really hard but I, I think he's great with the audiobooks but it is and I love the fact I just love the fact that you're listening to him narrating I just think that's the best part yeah he's great so the first audiobook I listened to this year by him was called The Swimmer and it's a it's a it's a short book like it's it's not long at all it's literally called short book but so the synopsis is Helen is a retired teacher living on the Irish coast she enjoys the peace and quiet despite the burden of Margaret her unpleasant sister Margaret arrived three years ago for a short holiday, but somehow managed to stay and warm her way into Helen's life. So I remember, I or I wrote down for this that I can't really remember what it's about, but then I was driving to work today and it all kind of came back to me. So it's again, kind of like a murder mystery who done it, but also did someone actually die? And there is like, for a short book, like it gets dead to the point and it's there's like a, a few plot twists and that and like it was it was a good book um but it wasn't very memorable but sometimes I can get a little bit lost with audiobooks I do lose my concentration and I listen to them when I'm when I'm going for a walk and because it's like that time of year I wasn't going on that many walks so it kind of got lost that way so I gave that audiobook a three out of ten just because it wasn't very memorable when I'm trying to look back on it and like I only read I only read and listened to all these in the last three months like since January so that's not good that wasn't that memorable considering it was a short book and like if you're getting into audiobooks or you're getting into reading that might be a good one to start with but I did just give it a 3 out of 10. Yeah and that's that's fair enough as well because you're like it's a one you're like I, I'm glad I read it but like you, you don't have the feeling of oh god I wish I could read that for the first time again. Oh definitely not like I wouldn't go recommending it but like because it's short and it's easy read it might be a good one to get you going but also it's not like stand out, so I don't know what you um, from that. Well, that's a good because I that's that's on my list. I actually haven't read that one yet, so I think I might like it was high on my list. But maybe I might just not read it for now and read something else. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, give it a go, Ro. My next one is this. It was a book I re- read probably one of my most recent ones after Third Murder Club and it was called um, The Game You Played and okay. it was this it's about this uh, little boy who goes missing from I think it was based in Australia if I'm not uh, if I'm not wrong and this little boy goes missing and then six months later uh, the parents start uh, receiving like cryptic messages in the post and the no one will believe the mother that she's getting these and people think that she's kind of just losing her mind and it's just basically about like her trying to find this little boy and kind of the problems that she's facing along the way and trying to like it's kind of one of those ones that she's really trying to constantly prove her innocence and people won't believe her and I, I like the book but I found that bit really frustrating I'm like oh it's so annoying that like it's like the same thing keeps happening over and over again like you know like oh she said one thing and didn't believe her and then she said another thing and they wouldn't believe her and I kind of thought that bit was a little bit annoying in it and like um, do they think she she did it or they don't believe that she people are writing to her I think that they don't believe that people are writing to her I think that they think that she's the one leaving the notes for herself in some cases of it. and also they kind of think that she she is a little bit like 
losing her mind a small bit like before this like after her son went missing she kind of had a mental breakdown so they kind of are thinking that might be a, a bit of it as well i was glad i read it it was i was this one was actually like an audiobook i listened to um but it was it was grand like i wouldn't probably listen to it again but it was kind of was grand to listen to and it kind of kept me going but it's the kind of ending of it as well you know when something ends and you're like why bother ending it like that like it was yeah. just kind of like the ending it wasn't great so I'd probably give that one maybe like a 5 out of 10 like okay. it was the premise of it was good and like had kind of had like good elements to it definitely but it kind of was one of those ones that you're just like you nearly find yourself getting frustrated reading yeah i get you okay five out of ten for that one then yes five out of ten so i am doing i only i have four books and i'm about to talk about the third but i'm doing them in order that i read and listened to them so the next one is another audiobook by graham norton and it's called home stretch and i think you read this one as well Oh, great, great book. I actually so, read that one recently as well, I think. Homestretch is a story of loss, desire, identity, belonging, tragedy and family ties. Graham Norton's latest is an effective slice of fiction. Long held secrets and issues from the past unfold in Graham Norton's latest release, Homestretch. I don't know when that was wrote and I don't know if that is his latest release. This is what I wrote about Homestretch. I said, again, I love how this book is set in Ireland. I found this such a good listen with lots of twists and turns. I really wanted to find out what really happened the night of the car crash. I knew there was more to Connor and his story. I like how it showed the struggles immigrating can bring as well as that it's not all glamorous. Uh, I was glad the way things turned out in the end. Again, I felt this book this book again I felt this book was very long this when book it didn't and need to be <laughs> but a uh, story well told nonetheless and I said I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 yeah I agree with you that some sections probably were kind of drawn out a small bit yeah that, the like, end of it like you could have kind of just condensed you kind of found out everything and then it kept going and it was like yeah there's no need like and I know in some some scenarios you want to find out oh my god what what happened to the character like what did they go on to do and stuff and it kind of like tells us that but in this case I was like yeah I don't really need to to know like what fucking Connor is doing now as a 60 year old man like you know what I mean yeah and I, I completely agree with everything that you said it was a it was good and definitely a great good read but was it his best book maybe not yeah definitely yeah but I did give it a seven which is like the best score out of the two but it's not I don't think it's as good as the keeper anyway no no it's definitely not I think the keeper was just brilliant yeah like I couldn't fault it my next one is um I see you by Claire McIntosh now I've read a couple of Claire McIntosh books and I love her stuff I think that she's brilliant her um, stuff was kind of like thriller kind of murder mystery kind of thing but this one was it's called I See You so basically the premise of it is is that um, this woman named Zoe she's looking through the paper and she sees a photo of herself in the classified section and she didn't put it in there and she's like how the hell did this get there so it was just grainy small image of her and beside it was a website address and a phone number and then she shows her family and they're just like no like that's not you it's just someone who looks like you but then the next day and the next day and the next day it's a different woman each time and she's just understanding like how the hell that like who's putting these in there and why are they putting them in there and then it turns out that women that had been in previously had actually got murdered so oh my god it's just a kind of a whole twist and turn kind of thing i think that it was a very 
great book but I think that some of it was like okay come on come on get to the next part and I know that you're not going to have a book that's literally like three chapters is telling you from start to finish and you have to have that bit in the middle it was very very good now but yeah there was some part kind of like what you said the Graham Norton book there was some parts that like kind of didn't need to be there I suppose but uh, okay. I think I want to give it like a seven it was a brilliant book it was one of these ones that like kind of kept you guessing and throughout that I was like I don't I don't know how her image got in there and like I just I, I even when I had kind of theory like it was completely knocked off when like something else came in and lots of twists and turns I think that's what I love most about a book is just loads of twists and turns in it but yeah, yeah. I'd give that one a seven but it's very good if you kind of want to get into that kind of like kind of tense kind of like um thriller book I suppose and it's not even a thriller kind of book I don't even know what genre that would be in mystery I suppose I love when you think you know what's going to happen and then it's something completely different that you could have never guessed like I just because I hate when you can guess and you're just like oh what's the point now do you know a hundred percent you're like why did I bother so what score are you giving that one seven a seven okay that's a good score two My... tens a five and a seven so far Oh yeah, your two tens. I mean, Jesus. My next one and my last one that I'm going to talk about and the most recent one I've read is The Hunting Party by Lucy Foley. I only finished this one yesterday and I'm not joking. I, I think I read about 12 chapters yesterday. Like, I couldn't put it down. So The Hunting Party She's is a about brilliant a author. She's so good. Yeah. Well, this is the first one I've read of, of hers, but um, I, I want to read another one. But I'll just tell you what the synopsis says. So it says, The hunting party is about a group of Londoners, old friends since their days at Oxford University, who travel up to a remote hunting lodge in the Scottish Highlands to celebrate New Year's. So that doesn't give you much about the book. If you were to read that on the back, you'd be like, oh, whatever. But like, I feel like what it should have said was like, it's a murder mystery, blah, blah, blah. But I'll just say what I thought about it. I wrote a long uh, paragraph on this. So I said, this was a real page turner. I couldn't put this book down. It's quite a chunky book, which can seem daunting, but the chapters are short, which I find really good, especially if you are limited on reading time. Um, it's a murder mystery but what I loved was that not only were you trying to figure out who committed the murder um, like with many murder mysteries but you were also trying to figure out who was actually killed um, at first I thought I wouldn't like this book because it is telling the story through the narrative of several different, ca- several different characters however this soon became one of my favourite aspects because you could get the story through each character's point of view and find out a little bit more about them individually there were so many points where I thought okay they definitely did it but no they didn't and then uh, I was gripped and there were a few brilliant twop <laughs> plot twists <laughs> Um <laughs> I would definitely give this book a 10 out of 10 it was such a good easy and enjoyable read so 10 being my highest so score good. like it was so good and like as I said in that like every point I'd be like okay they're after giving us this clue it's definitely that person and then I'd be like okay no it's not and then I'd be like okay it's definitely this person that's dead and then I'm like okay no it's not and like it's literally until the very end you find out who's actually dead and then you find out who did it and it's just so good like there's so many parts and like there's other little parts that you kind of have to find out that isn't about the murder but you're like oh well who did that and like it's like oh my god it was such an immersive book as well like I couldn't put it down and I don't have time to read but like I made time to read that I do I think that she is just so good and like it is you're you're exactly right like you actually like you actually forget your surroundings when you're reading it like you, you have no idea what's going on around you someone could be literally 
being whipped to death beside you and you're just trying to get to the next chapter like literally to the point where like it's set in like these as it says a remote hunting lodge so like there it's covered in snow and stuff and like when they were talking about being outside I physically felt cold and then when they were talking about like being in by the fire I felt warm like that's how like into the book I was I could like feel what they were fucking feeling (laughs) except I couldn't feel dead and I think at the end of it I was so shocked like I was just like never in a million years and that's what I loved about it oh it was so good she has another one called the guest list and I'm definitely reading that. That's actually, funnily enough, in my honourable mention section. No it way. It is absolutely brilliant. And it's like the it's like the other one, as in like, yeah, I want to I won't really tell you much about it, but you should definitely read it. But it's like the other one where so you're so like immersed in it. Do you know what it's really like I read this book and then it really inspired me to watch Harper's Island again. Do you remember that one? Where they um there was a wedding and they all went to this little island for the wedding and then scary shit started happening. I don't think I ever watched that. Oh, it's brilliant. It's really good. But yeah, the guest list is fantastic as well. You should definitely read it. That's on wine road. Do you you want to now talk about some authors or what? I, I just wrote some down that I, I read a, two books at the start of the year and this is awful because they're not on my phone. Like some ones I, I listened to audio on my phone or I've actually read the book on my phone. But I remember reading two books at the start of the year and I can't remember the titles of them. So I mean, I don't, don't know how if that means that they weren't very good mm-hmm. but, um, stand out. some ones i have is the couple at number nine by claire douglas is a brilliant book it's basically about these this couple who moves into um this woman uh basically gets ownership of her granny's house because her granny moves into an old folks home and they're getting the, the back the back garden or the backyard renovated and they find a body but just bones and it's kind of about figuring out who that was talking to the granny the granny is dementia so she can't really tell them that much was kind of just going through that story. That's a brilliant read. Anything really by Lisa Jewell. She's a great author. She's very, like, kind of, kind of keeps you guessing immersive as well. And then uh, the one I have listed by her was Then She Was Gone. That's the one I would recommend by her. Um, it's about a girl who goes missing and the mother's trying to find her, but then comes across, like, all this weird shit that had been happening. <laughs> but then the last book I have is just completely different genre. Is a book that I eventually finished. It took me months and months and months, but was The Mountain Is You. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just kind of wanted to throw a little something in different there. But I think that once I actually physically got into this book, like, it took me months now because I completely agree with what you're saying. It's the language and stuff like that. Even though the language she uses is a lot easier than normal books, when I got into it and when I finished the book like I was just like oh my god is that like it kind of nearly emotional when you finish it but that was just one yeah. I to mention as well very good like Jesus bro talk about two bookworms what the hell like who knew that we were going to be sexy cute and bookworm <laughs> you know but I also really want to say right you know like books are gone really expensive and like audiobooks are expensive but like what I really want to get back into is going to the library and like that also like number one it saves you money and number two it saves you space like I don't have space in my room for books so if I can borrow them and give them back that's like my favorite thing to do and then like if you're you're in the library you're also you kind of have a deadline to read them by and then they're they're gone then you get a new book like you know what I mean I think people forget about the library a hundred percent and actually when you said library there you just reminded me because my friend Sinead texted me the other day and said have you got a library card and I said no but she told me that basically if you have a library card there's this app that you can download that you can get thousands of audiobooks for free if you have a library card it's free for anybody who has one. Oh my god I have a library card I'm nearly sure it's on my fucking keys I need to get that 
Because I'm like peeing um, out through the nose for audiobooks. It's called, the app is called Borrow Book, Borrow Box. And once you have a library card, you can sign up for it. And she says that she gets loads of free audiobooks on that. Oh my God, we need to, oh my God, when you're back, let's go to the library. Oh, can I just tell you, that's one of my, that's just so exciting. I just love going to bookshops and libraries and places like that and just looking through books. I just I think know. it's something so nice about it. Something so but yes, nice. Yes, let's do that. So we, our next step is we're reviewing the book that a lovely listener recommended. But also, if you listening have any recommendations, please let us know because like we're always on the lookout for books. Like we're go, we're definitely going to keep up this uh, the reading throughout the year. And also, we hope we really give you all some inspiration to read, even if it's not any of the books we mentioned. But just to like pick up a book and give it a go, and you know, and go outside your comfort zone if if it's something like because I didn't think I'd like fiction and I fucking love it. So try try some new shit, but reading is. Is the way forward a hundred percent and I think reading for me is like definitely part of my mindfulness like it just really helps me to step outside whatever the hell is going on inside my brain and it, it likes to be creative imaginative and also broadens your vocabulary and makes you think and learn again but like hopefully maybe every month or every two months once we build up more books again we'll we'll keep doing this like maybe every time we read three or four books or listen to three or four books we'll do it again because I really enjoy discussing those books I know and I love listening to like you know other people's recommendations and then being like oh my god I'm dying to read that book yeah and like noting it down and saying I'm gonna read that next so we hope you got something out of this whoever is listening at home yeah and, and thank you for sharing that this was Amy's idea it was a really good idea to put them all down well I don't mean to toot my own harm but toot toot besties And that is it for another week, besties. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode brought you some lovely nostalgic vibes and maybe brought out your inner bookworm. But thank you so much for all your support and answering our question boxes and giving us some ideas. We love your support, but if you want to give us a review wherever you listen to your podcast, tell your friends about the podcast, follow us on Instagram at Bestie or um, TikTok at BuckleUpBestie Podcast. And we really appreciate all our lovely listeners and we can't wait for next week. See you then. Bye, bestie. Bye, bestie.